Hi, I'm Jackson. I'm Lauren. And this is Who It Up? The Mass Singer and Dancer Podcast. The Mass Singer Podcast. Woo! We're back. Season 7, Episode 4. That's right. Episode 4. Wow. We're with an entirely new group. Not going to see Firefly again until the end of the season. But doesn't matter because we have five new contestants tonight. Uh, and it's exciting. It's an exciting time in the world of The Mass Singer. So before we dive into all the people talking about our guesses and, and the new people and the new performances... Let's talk about you guys, maybe. That's right. Maybe we'll talk about you guys, actually, if you gave us any reviews. Oh, we will be talking about you guys. Oh, we will. Hey, yo. All right. Well, so first of all, if you've not already left us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on, if it lets you write reviews, uh, it would yeah. we would greatly appreciate it. It really helps the show, helps Praise, us please. get visibility, yep. all that good stuff. Um, you can also reach out to us via email, Twitter. Um, all that good stuff. We also have a Patreon. Um, now, we actually sent out a little note to our patrons about um, how we are moving all of our like past and future Patreon content to the $1 level. Um, that doesn't really apply to the Mass Singer stuff. That was all stuff from our other show. But if you were to subscribe to our Patreon now at the $1 level, you would get all kinds of content. Mass Singer stuff, Mass Singer UK stuff, and... Um, our green lit episodes from our other show, um, which we have like 20 of those where we watch uh, a movie, something fun and pair it with a beverage. Yeah. And those are fun. Those are a lot of fun. So yeah. whether you're a big movie buff or not, you'd probably enjoy it. I agree. I and they're all pretty popular movies. Yeah. They're movies that you've probably seen or at the very least heard of. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like we have some new reviews. Eh? We do. We have a new review from Miss Maddie J. Um, she said, love y'all. I appreciate your honesty about the show's newer format. I'm not a huge fan of it either, so it's nice to hear y'all talk about it. Mm. Yeah. A yeah. fellow hater. Yep. <laughs> Keep up the great guesses. I look forward to it each week. I kind of wonder. No, 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 because that would be Maggie J. I was like, because I know Margaret goes by Maggie J on Instagram, ah, sure. but this is Maddie J, a different person. Probably a southerner from the y'all. So shout out uh, to our friend Margaret. Yeah, shout out. Well, shout out <laughs> to Miss Maddie J. Is yes. what I'm saying. And to Maddie. Uh, probably fellow southerner, maybe. Probably fellow southerner. If you are Maddie, let us know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Lauren talked about our Patreon. She talked about our uh, iTunes reviews. Is that it? Uh, follow us on social it. media. Yeah, at Who Is That Pod. We have not been posting on Instagram, but uh, on Twitter we have been live tweeting the episode, so you can yes. keep up with us there. And that's fun. I live tweeting is uh, has been quite enjoyable for me as we have been consuming these episodes. So yeah. Get a taste of our thoughts before you hear the episode if yeah. you follow us live. It is a weird time, especially for people on the East Coast. Because yeah, we do watch them. This this time we watched it at like 8.30, 9. We watched so. it at like 9. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is 10.30 right now as we're recording yeah. this episode. But we do it for y'all. We do it for y'all. So thank you for listening. Uh, and let's jump in. Let's dive. Let's dive. All so, right. uh, like I said, uh, beginning of Group B, I guess you could call it. We have two contestants from Good, two contestants from Cuddly, and one contestant from Bad. Yeah. So, I mean, the next group, I'm sure, is only going to have one from Good to even it all out. That would seem to make sense, yes. Um, yeah. I guess we yeah. can start out with um, our Nick Cannon outfit rating of the week. Yeah, sure. There wasn't really, like, a theme or anything this week. Yeah. Um, 
same good, the bad, the cuddly. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think us introducing five new performers is is the the theme of the night. That's I guess. the theme. New. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. So yeah, this outfit. Talk about Nick. Yes. Uh, it was a purple, like double-breasted jacket and suit. Um, but it was it was a really nice purple. I mean, when I looked at it, I was almost like, "Is it black?" No. It's purple. It was a deep purple. Yeah, it was, but it was like a really like very rich deep. kind of like it was. It was very kingly purple, which made sense because he came out on a throne royal. Um, and he had this kind of like silky satiny purple shirt underneath it. It was like a V neck, so I thought at first he was doing the no shirt underneath thing, but he did have a shirt on. He had a silver chain, and I I don't think I ever saw his shoes, but I think they were the sparkly like charcoal gray ones. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. So what do you think of this, Lauren? Jackson, I like this outfit. Lauren likes this outfit. I could tell from the moment she saw it that Lauren liked this I outfit, was like, actually. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. 9.5 out of 10. 9.5. Uh, pretty high. Pretty I think high the only thing you, that could make it better for me is like, because we are on The Masked Singer, I would have liked it if he came out with like the mask and cape like he used to, maybe made it yeah. just a little more like... I don't know, eccentric or flamboyant or something sure. like that because of the show that we're on. But I think this was a great like base outfit to have on underneath that for him to wear throughout the whole show. I just wish he would have yeah, added sure. a little extra pizzazz at the beginning. That's all. Yeah, I agree. I think it's interesting that you mentioned like a cape and, and a, perhaps a hat, perhaps a cane, because I said a, a little bit of like subtle Riddler vibes or like subtle, subtle like Joker vibes. Yeah. With yeah, the, I mean, I guess suit. Joker is more stereotypically purple. Yeah, but yes. Um, so I but thought that was stripes, interesting. Though. Huh? Doesn't doesn't the Joker normally have like a purple like pinstripe suit? Am I? I don't know. Imagining that incorrectly. I think you might be. Just but... like the stereotypical <laughs> Joker. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so I liked it, but sort of like you said, I I might have wanted just a little bit more out on a limb. Let's see how far we can get you. Like, as as lemurs go out on limbs, uh-huh. so should Nick Cannon with okay. his outfits. So what was your rating? Uh, 8.8 out of 10. Still pretty high. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so not, not not bad, but well, yeah, I really did really like it. Yeah, he really classed it up this time. Yeah, I think I I wish there was just, like, a little more something sparkly, maybe. Yeah, yeah But sure. I really, really like this outfit. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's see. This suit just seem, appears to be purple in this child Joker Halloween costume. <laughs> okay. So no, yeah, that uh, does look pretty much just purple, but with yeah. the green vest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, never mind then. Anyways, though, that's our Nick Cannon outfit rating of the week. Let's start judging people, Lauren, based on their <laughs> talent. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're gonna dive into our individual performances as we always do. We are going to skip the performance of the person who got out and come back to that at the end. However, yeah. we don't have to skip the person who started off. The person. The person. <laughs> Who started off the episode? Person, I mean, they are in a very furry, cuddly suit. Actually, I'm I'm a bit ahead of my time with first and Lauren. <laughs> uh, Miss Teddy was our first contestant of the evening, uh, and Miss Teddy sang "Tell It to My Heart" by a former contestant on yeah, the Mass Singer, Taylor popcorn, Dane. I believe. Yes, Taylor correct. Dane. Correct. Popcorn. Um, First thought I had was, this has to be our legend of the season. Gotta be. Gotta be. Not just because it, it definitely is someone who sounded older, but especially as they got into the song, it really felt like they were more comfortable with it. And yeah. I can't remember what part of the song it was, but they really got into it at one point, and I'm like, wow. No, this they were good. good. They're definitely one of our more like polished legend contestants that we've had for sure. Yeah, but I, I mean, she so. definitely must be older because they had the men in black come and like help her off. And they did, but she was still like she was still seemed pretty limber. She could still move. She wasn't like mouse. 
She was not like Mouse, you're yeah. right. <laughs> she was not rendered unable to move by being in a costume. Um, especially when she was, like, performing, you could see her, like, moving her arms and, like, getting into it with her legs. I think it might be more of just a sight thing with that big old head. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Especially uh, because the head seems really, really big, because I don't think she's that tall based on where her shoulders are. I agree. I agree. It's probably yeah. a and massive Jackson mentioned head. that, too, to give him credit. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Hat tip me. Um, yeah, I... Sort of going off what I said, it's very funny to watch them really get into it and also look at the teddy bear head. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a really strong opening performance. Um, I think they would have to kick it up a notch in order to make it to the finals, especially because of someone who we're going to talk about later. Yeah. But still really definitely, strong. Definitely, yeah, definitely really, really strong. strong. I mean, they were not in danger this episode. No, you know? no, 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 no. Unless is, there was a conspiracy going on, but they were not is, in danger this episode. Yeah, this is top two in this group, I think. I agree. Pretty, pretty easily. Pretty handily. To a group, I would say, that is a little lesser in talent than what we had in group A. Yeah. I would say if we had to average it all out and stack it up, it might be a little bit closer. But this has higher highs and lower lows than group A. Yeah. Group A, I think, was more balanced. Yeah, sure. For the most part. Sure, I would say so. Uh, all right, shall we talk about clues, clues. for Miss Teddy? All right, like so she about talked about how she was huggable. Um, you can Go be figure. on cloud nine. We saw a rainbow cloud bed. We saw Santa. She talked about how she was constantly reinventing. We saw a trash on a bed. Trash. She talked about bad getting on her, her good side, yeah, as opposed to the bad side of the bed. We saw some people having a pillow fight. We saw a caterpillar forming a chrysalis and then um, changing into a butterfly. Yep. Something about metamorphosis, maybe. And then maybe. she was marketing the Ted bed. Ted we bed. also saw a director chair with the like laughing, crying emoji on the back of it. Yep. Um, what else? Let me see. And then she also talked about um, how you know we all need the biggest hug after all that we've been through. Um, which that was her kind of like what she said after the performance. I don't think it was really a clue. I don't think but so maybe. either. Yeah. She does kind of look like a Care Bear, so maybe she has some involvement with that A bit like a Care Bear. I, I think you're right. Um, so I got to be honest with y'all. This was a hard week guessing for me in particular. Oh, yeah. For me <laughs> it, too. You know, we're doing our best not to look at like other people's guesses. We want to provide our original thoughts. However, that makes it tough sometimes, especially when you might not know who the person is. So I'm going to let Lauren go off with what she thought of. And I am I am on a lead right now. We'll see if it leads anywhere. Go ahead. Well, to be fair, this is not even what I thought of. But I, I originally, you know, you know, last season, if you listened, that um, I really wanted Skunk to be Gloria Gaynor. And it just as she performed more and more, it became very apparent that that was not Gloria Gaynor. Yep. Um, based on the clues and the the vocals. But I, when I heard her, I was like, maybe it's Gloria Gaynor. Maybe it's time. It's time for Gloria. Sure. Um, sure. But just with the clues, I... I just couldn't find anything that really seemed to line up, you know, well enough for it to be her. Yeah. And when Nicole said Loretta Divine, it was just everything started kind of lining up. And I was like, yeah, that's probably her. The stars so she talked about like, align. yeah, the clouds, dream girls, you know, reinventing. She's done sort of multiple careers in terms of uh, music and acting and all that good stuff. Even comedy they mentioned. Um, there was a Santa clue. She was in a Hallmark movie. I mean, yeah. You know what? I need to figure out what the butterfly thing could be. You talk for a second, Jess. That you do. Okay. So I'm going to focus on one clue in particular, and it's probably not going to lead somewhere. However, why not? Let's let's dive, shall we? So 
Uh, I'm gonna focus on that emoji clue that we had on the director's chair. You know what that made me think of immediately, Lauren? The emoji movie. <laughs> and you know someone who is a bit on the older side, who's funny, maybe the crying laughing clue, who has been in a Christmas movie? One Jennifer Coolidge, Lauren. Uh-huh. Not necessarily known for being a singer. However, certainly known... She can known... sing, though. We've seen her sing a little bit. Yeah. Certainly known for someone who is... Uh, who is funny, who is a, a performer, who I could certainly see donning this Miss Teddy mask, coming out on stage on The Masked Singer, and blowing all of our minds. Now, any of these other clues make sense? Uh, but <laughs> what I'm going to say is my guess for right now is Jennifer Coolidge. I think that's a great guess. Oh, a great guess? A great guess. That's because you haven't thought too hard about it. <laughs> that's fair, I guess. Um, okay. What else you got? You got something. Well, so I looked up Loretta Divine Butterfly, yep. and the suggested search said butterfly tattoo. Okay. However, I can't actually find a picture of her with a butterfly tattoo, so I don't know if that's a thing. Sure. Um, but I don't know. Like, maybe that's something to do with the Hallmark movie she was in. She was in Christmas and Harmony. Maybe. Um, maybe something like that. I'm going to look up Loretta Divine Metamorphosis and just see if I can get anything, but... Sure. Why not? Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I might have. Uh, no, I'm pretty locked in that this is Jennifer Coolidge now. I, I'm kind of convinced <laughs> myself at this point, I think. Great. Um. Yeah, I can't really find anything. And that's okay. But Maybe yeah, I mean, Jill Scott was also a guest. Um, a couple different CCs were guests. Yes. Um, uh, actually, yeah, I have the guesses. But yeah, this is one we're not super sure about, to Actually, be yeah, you said Jill Scott, CeCe Peniston, and Loretta Devine were the three guesses. I meant to write down every all the judges' guesses every time, but I failed to do so. Alas and alack. Apologies. That's okay. Alas Okay, and well, I do think I have a solid guess for Hydra, so yeah. let's move on to that one. Let's move on to Hydra. One of my favorite costumes this season, I would say. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, it's a very cool costume. Has smoke coming out of the nostrils. Hydra saying, hey, soul sister, by Saying train. is a strong word. <laughs> we, got, we actually got a couple songs that were massive parts of my middle school experience. That's that's true. Hey, that's Soul true. Sister, Train. Uh, Train had had songs before, but that one really put them on the map for oh, me. Oh, yeah. It was for my mother's too. ringtone for a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a great song. Uh, Train was great. And then re- the song that Ringmaster sang, which we'll get to, was also a big middle school scum song. I'll explain in a second. However, yes. Hey, Soul Sister. Oh, my gosh. Can I speak? It's 1030 p.m., <laughs> not 4 a.m. Anyways, Hey, Soul Sister by Train is what Hydra performed i'll lead with that to me lauren this was a performance maybe not a musical performance in in its purest form but very fun of a a comedic a a comedic musical performance there were voices there were different voices some of them funny some of them pretty solid at singing yeah but yeah overall here's one thing i'll say i do think this is three people there was some question whether it's two or three I do think this is three, just based off of there were there was at one point where the the one that had the gruffer voice was singing, and then the others I assume were singing a different part, and it sounded like two voices as opposed to just one there. So if you count that up, two plus one equals three. Three. The three amigos, perhaps we'll get to it. Uh, what did you think of the performance, Lauren, before you dive into the clues? I had a great time with it. It felt like cartoons. Like, it felt like all of the, I don't know, Dragon Tales, Quest for Camelot, like yeah. animated dragon goofballs that I have seen yeah. in Land my life. Yeah, Land Before Time. 
Yeah, Land Before Perhaps. Time, Dinosaurs. There you go. Yes. Um, it, the, one of them sounded, and we don't think this is it because we looked them up, the voice of Pete from the uh, Disney cartoons, Pete the Dog. Yeah. But we don't think it's Pete the Dog. So Lauren's yeah, going to tell you really who she thinks it actually is. All righty. So um, I think it is the male cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Now, I know what you're going to say. There's four of them, Lauren. But the whole thing <laughs> with the Hydra <laughs> is that if you cut off one head, two more grow back. Yep. So I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to dramatically cut off a Hydra head. Two more are going to like inflate out of the back and... The fourth person, probably what, Rob McGullery? McElhaney. McElhaney, yeah, is going to join. I think the people that we have right now are Danny DeVito, Charlie Day, and Glenn Howerton. Yes. And I think, you know, this all came from being like, okay, who is this gruff voice? I know this gruff voice, and I really think it is Danny DeVito. It does sound a lot like Danny DeVito. And, like, we've heard all of them sing in the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, musical episode, Day Man, Night Man, (laughs) all that good stuff. The best... I mean, I've only seen that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but I think probably the best of all time. The I best think that's one safe to Lauren say. has seen. Probably exactly. the most well-known. I would I would definitely agree with that. Um, anyway, um, but just with some other stuff in there, you know, they talked about like um, they've been bad boys for so long. I mean, it's been on for like, what, 13 seasons? I think 14, maybe. Yeah, it's it's been on for a long time. Um, one of our friends interned on that show and like... Just talked about how, yeah, there was never a chance I was going to get a job there because they have their people. Like, they've been working with them for so long. They're a family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they talked about um, getting their breath to not smell bad, but this triple head gum. I guess we haven't gone through the actual clue package, so I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, hit that up. Um, yeah. Bad Boy Beach. Um, we saw a Jaws poster with a shark. Uh, there were, like, people kind of, you know, waving their noses, so I think that was just... With the bad breath, um, they were talking about getting flavor that lasts. We saw skis that said Miami on them. We saw a beach ball with a bowl on it. Um, we saw it was like a magic eight ball, but it had a three on it, and then it said Ask Your Amigos on it. Um, so oh, you know, one of the judges in particular took that to mean the three amigos, but I don't think it's them. Um, we saw some people with jerseys. They said Bust away your bad breath today, um, and then we also saw an ATM. Yep. Okay, so lots of stuff in here. Um, oh, and they also said something about like step inside and find out. Mm-hmm. There was that too. Um, okay, so yeah, again, I definitely don't know everything there is to know about It's Always Sunny, but um, with the skis, there is an episode called like The Gang Hits the Slopes where it was actually filmed at like a ski resort in Mammoth, California. Hey. Um, in, in the mountains where you can go see snow if you're in Southern California. Yep. Is Mammoth still Southern California? I don't know. It's uh, it's like it's California though. Mid, yeah. mid Cali. Mid Cali. Um, but the Miami, and I'm I'm not sure how it relates to um the other two people who might be in this mask right now. But Danny DeVito at least owns uh restaurants in Miami, so there's that. I think that could be good. Sure. Um, let me see. Beach ball bull. Wait. Yeah, we we definitely tried to jump into this episode. I will say without looking up too much stuff because isn't, it's late. <laughs> isn't his character in Hercules, Danny DeVito's? Doesn't he kind of look like a bull? That's true. He is like a little goat man. He's Phil. a little goat man. Hey, I'll little, I'll, little I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, another thing, man. I'm not sure if you mentioned this when you were talking about the clue package, but one of them or one of them or all of them has a connection to Ken Jong. That's true. They said nice to see you again. And it turns out Charlie Day is directing a movie called El Tonto that. Ken Jeong is in. Boom. 
So, a possible connection. They said, hey, Ken. I do really like this guess, Lauren. I, I definitely do think it's a it's a solid guess. And, and I, I didn't have enough time to, to fully to look them. into it, but I did see, I looked up It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia ATM, and I yeah. guess there was like someone on Reddit who was talking about like, oh yeah, I live in Philly, and I point out this specific ATM that they go to or something went to for an episode all the time. Sure. So... There's an ATM somewhere. Sure. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to have yeah. to watch the whole show to figure out who these guys are. Yeah. I will I will say <clears throat> I think we both came together on the the idea that it was Danny DeVito, so I will take partial credit. Um Hold on. Well, okay. Well, no, because you know what? When we got to Danny DeVito, <laughs> Here we go. I was like, okay, Hydra, maybe it's Hercules, maybe it's Pain Panic and Hades from the Disney Hercules, but none of those people are like the trio as a whole is not really famous enough. So I was like, oh, but it really does sound like, you know, it doesn't sound like Pain and Hercules. It sounds like Phil. No, okay. Danny DeVito. Okay, I said that. I said it sounds like, okay, well, whatever. I was like, it sounds <laughs> like knows. this other guy. And Chuck was like, oh, Phil. And I was like, yeah, it was my idea, though. You, Don't you, try to take credit. You, I'm not trying to take credit. I'm just trying to share mm-hmm. credit. <laughs> share. Uh, take a portion of credit. Correct. I am trying to take my rightful portion of the credit. All right. Wrong. Let's move on to Ringmaster. <laughs> All right, so Ringmaster, speaking of songs from my childhood, The Climb by Miley Cyrus is what Ringmaster sang. I tell you what, middle school talent shows were not safe from The Climb. <laughs> if you wanted to escape that song, don't go Pediatric to a middle school talent show. Pediatric office, dentist offices were not safe from The Climb. I, went I can to tell a, you from experience. I went to a pretty small middle Nowhere school. Nowhere was safe. And we had like three people sing The Climb by Miley Cyrus. That sounds about at right. At our middle school talent show. However... I think the only per- two people I want to hear sing The Climb from now on are Miley Cyrus and whoever Ringmaster is. Agree. Because Ringmaster ate this song up like their... Zero uh, crumbs. Like their... Um, no crumbs left behind. What is What was the cereal in the clue package? The boring cereal or the Ringos. The Ringos. Just <laughs> like the Ringos, uh, Ringmaster ate this performance up. That's uh, right. Easily the best performance of the night. Like, Oh, yeah. I would say uh, leaps and bounds ahead of... Everyone but Miss Teddy, and still, in my mind, pretty significantly ahead of Miss Teddy. Uh, this is probably <sighs> tough, but might be my favorite performance of the season so far. I think, like, I loved Thingamabob, and I really liked Thingamabob's performances, but the light show that they gave Ringmaster oh, yeah. was incredible. All the sparks. Yeah. Yeah. So this is at least up there for my favorite performance of this season. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, anywho, shall we talk about Let's clues? talk about some clues. All right. All right. So we at the very beginning, we see some boring cereal. Uh, she said, step right up to feast your eyes. We saw on a mug, there was um, Blonde Miley on a Ma- Montana silhouette. So like Hannah Montana reference. Yes. Um, we saw like a blank tic-tac-toe board or at least nine squares with just one X in the middle, um, like making the first move. Um, she said something about like eating right out of my hand or my bowl or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, the cereal was called Ringo's. We saw what looked like a bottle of whiskey that said Sweet Southern on it. She talked about how she's going to take over the world. We saw a driver's license that said Golden State Class C, mm-hmm. which is... Oh, no, that is a normal license. What am I thinking? We all have Class C licenses. Mm. Never mind. I was thinking Class <laughs> C was like the truck driver one, and I was like, no, 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 that's mm. different. That's um, us. Let me see. Those are all the big things. And then she also said after a performance, Nicole, good to see you again. Yes. And uh, the guy from Hall & Oates came and wished her good luck. 
John Oates. John not, Oates. Not Hall, I will say. Yes. Um, so, <clears throat> I don't have a great guess for this. If I'm I have being a wide net of guesses, I have like five former Disney stars who yeah. I think this could be. Yeah. Um, so, literally, my only thought about this is that I, the voice to me, and then just the, all the southern clues, um, things like that, it put in my mind Carrie Underwood. And they guessed Casey Musgraves, a different country singer. However, listening to Casey Musgraves, this doesn't really, it doesn't really sound like her style. And I do think Carrie Underwood could belt like this. Like, she has an incredible voice. Not that Casey Musgraves doesn't, but... We've heard her sing like this. I mean, This is closer to her style, I would say. Also, the only other thing that leads me to Carrie Underwood, and I need to pull up the exact name of her album, Carnival? Carnival Ride. One of her albums is titled Carnival Ride. And you know what ringmasters are at oftentimes? Carnivals, Lauren. That's true. Oftentimes, they can be found at that carnivals. That is true. Therefore, ringmaster, welcome to the mass singer, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood, if you're not ringmaster, you have to come on this show and prove it right now. Okay. Oh, she didn't do it. Okay. She didn't do it. Whoops. Welcome. All right. What, what do you have? Anyway. Okay. So... I'm going to paint a picture for you real quick. Okay, please. I'm thinking of a huge Disney star who was a child star Massive. who, after she left Disney, similar to Miley Cyrus, a lot of people were like, whoa, she went crazy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We haven't seen her doing a lot. We we know that, you know, just recently people were saying, oh, maybe she's coming back to acting. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's coming back. Um, we did see a driver's license in the clue package, and she has gotten her driver's license taken away and had <laughs> drunk driving incidents and things like that. But she and also, we've heard her sing she also in multiple was in a, Disney films. A racing movie. That's true. Which, she wasn't a racing which movie. Probably that's, would yeah, that's probably what the clue would be good call. <laughs> Not her transgressions. <laughs> um anyway, I think it's Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah. I think it could be Lindsay Lohan. I don't know if she can sing this well, but we did hear her sing in Freaky Friday, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, Oof, stuff like that. Great she films. sounded pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what she sounds like now. She could sound like this. I do know what you mean. I wouldn't more. put that past her. Yeah. And I think like, if there's one person I could think of who, A, is the right level of fame to be on this show, and B, could use, like, a really good redemption arc like this, yeah, I think it would be Lindsay Lohan, you know? I could see that. So, I would love to see Lindsay Lohan be uh, Ringmaster. Yeah. But I also just wanted to throw out there, just because I think their voices do sound kind of similar, and she did just, like, say something about a month or two ago, being like, I might dip my toe back into music. Could be Zendaya. I know she's like the the most famous person in the world right now. Ah. I want to paint a picture for all of you right now. <laughs> Stop um, it. Lauren and I were discussing, you know, like who we thought it could potentially be. <laughs> no. Lauren brings up this Zendaya idea to me and she's like, I know she's huge. Like she's, she's massive right now, but I really think it might be Zendaya. <laughs> I said, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll entertain it. Then I think a little bit more. I look up some clues and I'm like, oh, you know, it might be Carrie Underwood. And Lauren <laughs> says to me, no, I don't think so. Carrie Underwood's probably too big. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Lauren said, <laughs> "Okay." in relation to Zendaya, that Carrie Underwood's probably too big. I'm sorry. Anyways. Anyway. Let's move whatever. on. <laughs> but, you know, I think Zendaya, like, okay, obviously she has a lot of stuff coming out right now. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, with Euphoria, like, the season fairly recently just finished airing. Uh, Spider-Man recently came out. Obviously, like, the Oscars just happened. She was there, you know. 
But like this okay. shot like a month or so ago, I think she might have been in between things. She might have had a day or two to come and do the mass Singer. Perhaps. So, and you know, listening to, obviously she didn't do a ton of like real singing during her time with Disney, mostly because she was paired up with Bella Thorne, who, I'm sorry, Bella Thorne is not a very good singer. We did see that from her time on The Mass Singer. I was going to say, former Mass Singer contestant. Yeah, yeah. Um, Swan. Yeah. So, like, they were paired up together. They were mostly doing dance numbers because they were on a dance show. But, you know, Zendaya did sound good on that, and she did do her own singing in The Greatest Showman. I heard the song, listened to the song that she and Zac Efron did. She sounded great. And it was a little more poppy style-wise, but I think that could definitely be the same person who's saying this. Mm-hmm. And if she's trying to dip her toe back into music, trying to really kickstart that career, even though everyone would buy her album tomorrow anyway if it came out because she's Zendaya, this could be a way to get a little extra publicity for it. Yeah. And I could see her, this being her, and just looking fabulous in that costume. Sure. The only other person I want to just throw out there, because vocally <laughs> I think it could be them as well, is Demi Lovato who is also someone who had, you know, famously a very bad experience working with Disney and could be reclaiming the climb and, you know, Disney music for themselves. Yeah. So Though I think the climb was Miley, not Hannah. No, I know. It, it was Miley, yeah. not Hannah. But, yeah. you know, still. But, like, that's about the same the era idea. of Disney. It was, Close for to sure. it, you know? For sure, yeah. Any hoot. All right. All of our guesses for Ringmaster. Yeah. Hopefully one of them Moving sticks. On. Also, Noah Cyrus. I don't know. Just throw it out there. All right. Anyone else? <laughs> uh, probably not Dolly Parton, even okay. though that would be cool. <laughs> Armadillo. Was, we're going to skip over yeah. someone, and we're going to move on to the final contestant of the evening, Armadillo. Armadillo. Uh, Armadillo sang Secret Agent Man by Johnny Rivers. Secret Agent Man. Secret Agent Man. The background dancing, like, choreography for this was so cool. Pretty wild. Yeah, it was awesome. Pretty wild, yeah. Uh, Other than the background performers, what did you think of Armadillo? Armadillo. You know, I thought it was fun. I didn't think it was very good. Yep. I thought maybe he was in danger tonight. Yep. But it was fun. And I love the costume. I wanted this costume to be someone who was better. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think... We got one more week with Armadillo. I agree. Because <laughs> I, I think Hydra is going to survive another week on, on novelty, their novelty. And probably sure. a reveal of another person. Yeah, that's true. We got to get one more person in. Because again, I mean, um, if they do the double reveal th- or the double elimination thing again with this group, then that's only two more weeks. Yeah. So they got to do it next week. Yep. So, yeah, I would say it was solid. It was fun. We might have to start saying our goodbyes to Armadillo. Yeah. Start he getting might that, roll away. Yeah. Start getting out of our chairs. Start making our way towards the door. You know, like we're yeah. not out. We're not outside yet. But like, you know. We want to beat the traffic. Dad's paying the check right now. Yeah. You know, he's up at the <laughs> counter paying the check. And we're <laughs> we're just chatting with Armadillo by the, by the front entrance. He's this close to saying, let's rock and roll. Exactly. Exactly. It's my father's about to grab a toothpick and, <laughs> and head out the door. Anyways, uh, one thing. That I noticed about Armadillo, Lauren, mm-hmm. loves a good kick. He Armadillo does love a good kick. kicked a couple times. Lauren, how about you give us the clues for Armadillo? Then okay. I'll give you my 100% guess of who <laughs> Armadillo is. I think it's a good guess. Um, so first of all, he came out to, I like to move it, move it. Yep. Which I think it's just because of when this movie came out. I know it's not from Madagascar, but like... This song just makes my brain go, Madagascar. Well, it's actually insane they didn't do that for Lemur. 
Why didn't yeah, they right? do that for Lemur? Right? Oh, well. Anyway. Um, so I at first thought someone in Madagascar, but if I I was like, if it was Chris Rock, this would have been all over Twitter after the Oscars. So, But no we way. don't know yet, so. I mean, oh, that's true. That's true. That's they true. Because they didn't get out. You're right. Um, so man, maybe, maybe still in the realm of possibility, but probably not. Probably not. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm working on it. So <laughs> there was a little like schematic next to the TV that looked like a bicycle, like instructions for building a bicycle. Sure. Talked about how he had a tough exterior. Um, this was an all black and white color or not all black and white clue package, except the only colorful thing was red, which made me think of Schindler's list. Sure. But um, that is neither here nor there because I don't think that's related. He stepped on a red rock. There were like three red rocks. Yeah. Um, he talked about how after a long day, his shell is scuffed. You know, maybe his self-esteem isn't quite where it was. Little, little dinged up. Um, so he is selling these shell armadillo scrubs. That's it. We also saw a beef cake, literally a cake with raw ground beef in it. There was like a barbecue grill. We saw some sunglasses with some little green sparkles coming off of them, which is fun. Yep. Which I think that your guy wore kind of similar sunglasses from what I'm remembering, but I'm yeah. not totally sure. Yeah. You know, I will say one of my guys wore kind of similar sunglasses to that too. Okay. <laughs> um, talked about, yeah, no scum, getting the scum off of it. Um, his shell looks lustrous. Uh, we saw a red bow fire and that was again, colorful. It looked kind of compound bow ish. Yeah. Um, and then after the song, he said something that rhymed. He said, uh, born in a mountain, raised in a cave, scrapping and singing is all I crave. And they were like, what was that? And he was like, a clue. Yeah, <laughs> a clue. So, um, well, you know, once again, a lot of kicks. And let's start with this beefcake thing. And a lot of thing. red. A lot of red. This this beefcake thing, you know, beefcake. You know, you think okay, maybe like a like a like an athlete, like a like an actor who's jacked, uh, professional wrestler, hey. perhaps, perhaps. Now there is a professional wrestler named Beefcake Brutus, but I we Bru- decided he was Brutus not beefcake, famous enough. Brutus Beefcake, yes, <laughs> but we decided he was probably not famous enough. Probably for this. not. Is he still alive too? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. But he retired in like 2015. Okay, gotcha. Well, someone who is a wrestler, not named Brutus Beefcake, someone who loves a good kick. In fact, that was their signature move. Someone whose voice kind of sounds like that. Someone whose voice kind of sounds like that. Uh, someone who has famously worn sunglasses in the, in the ring, but also in promos and things like that. Uh, someone whose nickname might be the Heartbreak Kid, which might hmm. be a, a, a red bow and arrow, maybe Cupid. Okay, I said that. You did say that. Thank you. <laughs> you did say that, I'll Lauren. take my partial credit. Yeah, and I'm happy to give it to you. <laughs> See, that's what we do here on this show, Lauren. And someone who loves to scrap is one of the uh, most prolific wrestlers of all time, one Mr. Sean the Heartbreak Kid Michaels. Uh, so once again, if you're a wrestling fan, you know who Shawn Michaels is. If you grew up or are familiar with the 90s, you probably also know who Shawn Michaels is. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. so tempted to sing the theme song, but I feel like it might not be appropriate enough. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, yeah, in, in that Attitude Era, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good guess. I mean, I, I think that like he's the right amount of fame for this. Also, you know, there was... Uh, you know, the mountain raised in a cave, you know, he's, uh, he was born in Arizona and, uh, he was billed from San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas, whenever he, um, wrestled. So, you know, mountains and caves out in the West, everything's out there. 
<laughs> so I'm going to say Shawn Michaels for Armadillo. Armadillo. Yeah. Scrapping also, and singing. Also, uh, especially later in his career, uh, his pants were very red. So it could be yes. red. Yeah, that too. Now, mine is not as good of a guess, but it was purely mostly just based on vibes and the fact that he sang a song called Secret Agent Man. So I was thinking of someone who we have heard sing in Mamma Mia. We know is not a very good singer. <laughs> um, he's been in stuff like Mrs. Doubtfire, but probably most famously, he played 007, James Bond. I'm thinking of Pierce Brosnan, folks. Now, I don't know what he sounds like now, but I do remember hearing him sing in Mamma Mia and being appalled. Um, so I okay. would not, he I would not put bad. this past him. He was pretty bad. He was not he that was pretty bad. bad. Okay. <laughs> I was like, why did they put you in a musical, sir? Either way. But anyway, so there's that. So that was just kind of all the like, okay, double agent, tough exterior. And he also just has that kind of like, almost like noir, like period look. So maybe that yeah. could be the black and white kind of deal. For sure. Sure. Um, so that was kind of my vibe, but I, and think, I mean, I think Shawn Michaels is definitely a better guest. James Bond is just like wears black and white. Exactly. It's just like a classic kind of, I don't yeah. know, franchise. Um, I also just wanted to throw out there, even though this guy is not tall enough, just the like all black and white, except for the one or two red things, because it made me think of Schindler's List. I just looked up the cast of Schindler's List for, for shins, you know, Ooh. and, um, <laughs> and, uh, so I thought of <laughs> Liam Neeson, who was way too tall. Yeah. But whatever. And has an accent. Yeah. And also um, Ray Fine, who also has an accent. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, eh, Voldemort, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Could be in this. So we just, uh, we thrown out Schindler's List jokes on this podcast now. I'm sorry. That's what kind of podcast we I apologize. We All right. Okay. Uh, armadillo. Yes. Moving on. That's Armadillo. Two are unfortunately eliminated contestant. Yes. One contestant who has the longest tail ever on The Masked Singer. Yeah. Lemur. Or had had rip <laughs> they they ripped it off actually when they got eliminated no it was horrifying to watch <laughs> no. scarred i hope uh, children out there i hope you weren't watching that part uh anyways lemur saying i feel the earth move by carol king what do you think i thought it was fine it sounded like a person who likes singing but is not a professional you know what i mean yeah so just singing a song a little, and this is a good good little song to sing a little background on lemur and about my experience with watching this uh so my father very supportive of this show uh, uh yes watches the mass singer as well and listens to our podcast great man my father however <laughs> my father sent me an email today <laughs> to preface this with great man my father <laughs> yeah my father sent me an email today uh with the subject line bearing it all on who this person was talking about their time on the massacre. He sent me an article, and I guess the article, like, uh, headline just pasted into the subject line. I, I get this email. I look at this email. I'm like, huh. I, get a, I then get a text from my father saying, don't look at that email. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, it's a little too late. You know, he got mixed up because he, you know, obviously he watches it when it airs because he's an adult and has cable. However, we don't have cable, so we watch it the day after. A simple mix up. No, no, no more. None, none of the matter. None of the matter, father. <laughs> Do not feel bad whatsoever. However, the reason why I preface it with that is because the article is actually uh, really cool. Talks about this person and talks about, you know, their the what they went through on The Masked Singer, what it was like, and just the rest of their career. So this person actually had food poisoning the night before Wild. their performance on The Masked Singer. As well as during their performance, 
the tail, remember the tail, when we get back to the tail, hit their head and sort of moved it in a way where, like, the headband was, like, covering her eyes. So this person was riddled with food poisoning and also could not sing, see during her performance. So it was, Lemur was, was up against the ropes on this one, unfortunately, and, and could not come back from this fight. Yes. Okay. And, you know, it is kind of sad because... Um, when we found out who this person was, it was like, she actually kind of is a professional. Like she's been on the West end and stuff and like Broadway and, you know, so I wish we could have seen this person at their best. Yeah. But we did not. And that is just the mass singer. Yeah. Uh, so shall we talk about the clues before we talk about who this person is? Let's talk about the clues. All right. All right. So with Lemur, we saw a rotary phone. We saw a vase with something that looked like wheat in the back. Um, there was a vanity. We kept hearing nocturnal over and over. That we did. <laughs> she basically, we saw a sun with a flower crown on it. Um, she talks about if you're dull, drab, dark under eyes, um, you should keep it. You look like a lemur. And she has eye cream that can make your eyes look even darker. Um, we saw a guitar lamp. We saw a heart magazine with a convertible on it, H-A-R-T. Um, we saw a rock being rolled or pushed off of the vanity. Mm-hmm. Um, she talked about how the uh, eye cream is vegan and cruelty-free. Um, and what is all this stuff I wrote over here? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't think she gave us a bonus clue okay. after the performance. So, yep. yes. All right. Oh, she says she likes the she loves lights, camera, action. Yes, there she does. Is. Implying that this person might be an actor. Yes. And do we want to say who this person is now, Lauren? Go for it. Christine Brinkley, uh, model, actress, singer. Uh, Christine Brinkley was a lemur on The Masked Singer. Revealed to me a little bit before <laughs> I maybe would have hoped, but once again, did not spoil my enjoyment of the show. Still very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, overall, yeah, I thought um, I liked her. And once again, like you said, I-, I wish we would have gotten to see her at her best at the top of her game. Yeah, for sure. But... Sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. You know... That's how the Ringos crumble. Did they... They did have her sing again, right? Yes, After they she did. took her mask off. That's what yeah. I was thinking. I yeah. was like... For a second, I was like, did they not do that? But... They did. They did. They did. Uh, any thoughts for you on Christine Brinkley? I mean, I don't really know who this person is. But, yeah. um, you know, that's okay. Um, yeah, it's I... It's not for you, Lauren. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not the target audience, even though <laughs> I am a dedicated audience member. <laughs> Very much a dedicated audience member. But, um, yeah, I I think my only thoughts are I wish we could have seen her at her best, because I'm sure at least at one time she had a really great voice. Yeah. Um, being able to go play Roxy Hart, so... Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, Christine Brinkley, uh, in probably what's considered one of the best comedies of all time, National Lampoon's Vacation... Of course. And then one of the worst comedies of all time, Jack and Jill. <laughs> so really, <laughs> really up and down there on that uh, yeah. <laughs> that career. But uh, all right. Anything else? I think that's about it. And then they also, um, I glanced at it real quick. They directed us to a TMZ article during the show about just like people wiping out on the mass Singer, which, um, yeah, just talking about like the elaborate costumes and how sometimes people fall and like which costumes are more difficult. There weren't really any surprises in it, so you can check it out if you want. But it talks about like Cyclops and yeah. stuff like that. Some of the costumes just being difficult to manage. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. So let us know um, who you think some of these people are. 
Um, some of you probably have better guesses than we do right now for yes. some of these people. Yes. So um, feel free to tweet us, email us, or tell us in an Apple Podcast review. Pretty please, yeah. That's the preferred method for us. That it is. Um, and we will see you next week on Who Win It? The Mass Singer Podcast. Mm-hmm.